again uh, one of our favorite guests, Professor Ray Brescia, who's the Honorable Harold R. Tyler Chair in Law and Technology here at Albany Law School. Uh, we've been talking about uh, his, his recent book, The Future of Change, How Technology Shapes Social Revolutions. Uh, in our last conversation, uh, we heard about what that relationship is, the different ways that technological innovations really uh, are the maybe the, the impotence uh, behind certain some social movements and maybe even a lot of them. Um, in the book, uh, you mentioned that um, you're not proposing this book as a love letter uh, to technology, that there are some downsides uh, to thinking too closely about this relationship. Uh, can you tell us about that? Maybe in the context of the January 6th uprising and things that have been going on in the last four years of politics. So, you know, I think there's a couple of responses to that. On the, on the first, first response would be, you know, within a social movement, uh, if, you know, if we think that the social movement is advocating, you know, positive social change, there can be uh, sort of a force within that movement that uh, you know people feel like, oh, if I send this tweet or if I you know post something on Facebook, I've done my part for advancing social change, and it's you know sort of sometimes referred to as slacktivism that um, you know it can suck the air out of a movement if you know people think that they're doing hard work for social change uh, when they're doing a little more than you know hitting a few keystrokes or or uh, you know liking something on social media so it, it can be sapping of a a group's energy um, at the same time it also can be used to foment violence and to organize um, you know, movements uh, that are uh, counter-democratic, counter-majoritarian, uh, and uh, we have in, within, particularly in social media, we have algorithms that are, you know, pushing out more outrageous comment to people, uh, and that then, you know, makes them more, you know, agitated, uh, angrier, and then will also, uh, we have evidence that uh, with some forms of social media, people were, you know, pushed towards joining groups that, you know, they wouldn't otherwise have felt uh, mm. that was something that they wanted to be a part of, and then they get swept up into something like the January 6th uh, insurrection at the Capitol. So not, not to say that, that you know, uh, everyone there was an unwitting victim of, uh, you know, algorithms, but still, I think that there is evidence that you know people were pushed to the extremes at that the the algorithms that are trying to drive engagement with the sites that people will stay on the sites are uh, you know feeding people more outrageous uh, con content which you know is often you know misinformation um, and uh, and thus leading them to to doing things that they wouldn't otherwise do if they weren't given. Uh, this uh, more outrageous and um, 
incorrect information. Um, so, hmm. you know, it's, it, you know, social media and other uh, technological tools can be great for organizing, but they're sort of in, in many ways content neutral, right? Like that they can be used to organize for positive social change, but also for anti-democratic and violent ends. So uh, that's why it's not a love letter. I, I don't hmm. think that, um, that the, you know, these new tools that we have in this uh, present moment are all only going to lead to positive social change. Mm. Um, Professor, thank you that uh, for another informative meeting, really uh, benefiting from your expertise in this. Uh, so again, Professor Ray Brescia, it was great to see you and hear about your new book. Thank you.